Cool. All right. Good morning, everybody. We are live from the Hive with our new co-host, Audra Danell. Thank you for yeah, being here with me. I'm, I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited, too. It's fun um, opportunity. Yes. Okay. So we're trying to, we're live on Facebook and trying to figure out our, our the way this looks so we I can kind of check on our phones and our, our <clears> computers. <throat> but cool. as everybody gets on, please join in the discussion. Um, we're so excited to be here and we kind of have a new format that we're going to be sharing. Um, we're going to, we're planning on um, definitely going live once a month with just us. Yep. Because one question we got a lot of times was, uh, when, when, you know, people would ask me, the guests would say, well, when do we get to interview you? Yeah. And when do you get to be interviewed? And so we're going to have a discussion every month where we talk to each other. We have some questions, a lot of the questions that we're going to ask the, the guests that are coming on. Um, and then also kind of talk about what to expect for the month. So you're going to see this and that'll be live. But we're working on um, pre-recording some of the other shows because we have so many fun guests lined up. And we're going to try to do this weekly, go back to weekly and so that was Audra's idea. She's just jumping right in. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so. Thursdays, 11 a.m. Yeah. Every week. We'll be live once a month. We'll have the show always available on Spotify mm -hmm. or Apple iTunes all the time, but it'll be also on Facebook. And we're going to start YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. and we'll post those weekly. Yes. Cool. We're She's excited. on it, guys. She's yeah. on it. <laughs> I'm going to pull this up to make sure it works. Okay. So... Um, so one of the things we kind of want to talk about is just like how our weeks are going, right? Now that we're doing this on Thursdays, kind of like the week is winding down. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so look, tell me, Audra, how, how's your week been going? My week is going really well. Um, we launched our first cohort of the thread at the beginning yes. of this month. <clears throat> we got to use that. Yeah, I think we're... No, keep talking. Keep I'm talking. just trying cool. to... Why, no, I don't know why we look so big here. <laughs> we didn't look big when we started, but... <laughs> we started it, but anyway, as long as we're both in, you yeah. guys, you guys, let us know if you can't if you can't see us. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. So yeah, my week's going good. We had our kickoff party for the first cohort of the thread yesterday, and Pinnacle Realty Group came in and sponsored that. We did it at Jenny Don Sellers. So oh, love it. It was super fun, and just getting caught up on some like bookkeeping stuff, and you know when you launch, it's like there's so much energy put into the launch, yes. and so much time, and it's so intense. And then the follow-up period is pretty intense, too. And then yeah. you finally have a minute to say, okay, let's catch up on laundry yes. and bookkeeping <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a Which good you week. you did. You did some bookkeeping. You said you shared some shared some wins this week. That's I know. awesome. I know. That was a huge win, just getting that off my plate. And I know all entrepreneurs and small business owners are, like, hot in the middle of that because taxes are coming yep. up. So oh, yeah. I know everyone can relate. And it's like, we feel like we just did this because it was late. I know they extended it again, but yeah, it was extended last year. So everybody feels like we just did this. We did it. So yeah, yeah it's How's always a crazy time. It was good. So a little slower in the tap room this week. I think it's spring break at the weather. I know this weather's got me down. Mm. I'm just like, I never realized, I never realized how much I am like, I need the sun until we have like consecutive cloudy rainy days and then I'm like oh man I'm one of those people that like needs the light the lamp or whatever yeah. in the winter time so I think that's part of it um I got my first COVID vaccine Yay. on Monday so excited about that and, so and you're feeling good feeling good arms have been a little sore so I've been a little sluggish but getting better I mean I'm, I mean totally worth it you know obviously like but, were you able to work out with the soreness yeah or? I didn't do I usually do yoga 
a few times a week, and I did not do yoga. Well, I did yoga as soon as I got the shot, which probably you shouldn't do. Mm. <laughs> but I felt fine, and then yeah. it started to get sore later that day, and so I usually go on Wednesdays, and I didn't go yesterday because it was it was pretty sore, and I usually do some weights and stuff, and I just decided not to do that because I couldn't, like, I don't know. I didn't have full range. Yeah. Um, but today it's a lot better. So, so far, so good, good. on that. Um, and, yeah, kind of the weird thing this week we were talking before we went live about, and if anybody is a is a small business owner or frequents a lot of small businesses here, um, the you know, we've, we've all heard the, the county mask mandate has been lifted. And, but it, we're still strongly encouraged as business owners to have staff wear masks, to have uh, customers wear masks when they come in. And this all just, ha- you know, it always happens like the end of the day. I know that the county commissioners end up meeting, you know, like all day long and we get this like the end of the day. We're already open at this point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm talking to um, Rebecca, our tapper manager yesterday, and she's like, well, do we need to like change the sign on the door that says it's mandatory? And I said, we'll just leave it for now. And um, but if people come in and they don't have masks, we don't have to. Um, you know, give them a hard time about it or anything. But, anything. but yeah, we, we want to like still recommend it, mm-hmm. and we want, of course, our staff to still wear masks. And so I don't know. We got to talking about it, and um, people were already giving her a hard time about having mm-hmm. about the sign on the door. So I updated the sign. Not that everybody reads, but I updated the sign to say, you know, masks are requested. But I'm wondering, well, what are other businesses doing? And I've seen some people post. Of course, this all just happened, you know, yesterday. So yesterday and today. Um, some businesses have been posting about what their um, plan is, and a lot of them are still requiring masks. Um, and I just don't – I'd like to still require masks because I think, you know, we're st- the social distance thing is still in place, which I think people are confused about that. Whenever they update these mandates, it's always confusing. Right. People right. think, like, every week <laughs> because it seems like it's weekly, which is great. That means things are moving along. But every week people are like, okay, we're done. Everything's over. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like that's not – that's not the case. We still have to social distance. So for us, you know, we can't move our, all of our tables back in that we've had to remove. Mm-hmm. We have a small space. We've been at 75% capacity, and we'll have to stay that way until social distancing um, is lifted. Uh-huh. And so for us, just, like, having the mask on when you're not at your table is just, like, a normal thing in our tiny little space. So we'd like to, but I don't know, can we require that? And is it going to be too much trouble? And, again, it's the staff that gets the that gets the angry customers and people and even some of our regulars are like, no, this is over. Yeah. And then you were telling me from, from a customer perspective. Right. I mean, yesterday I saw the, I saw, um, the Wichita life, um, Instagram account posted Mm -hmm. the news. And so I went into a coffee shop without my mask on yesterday and I was like, hello, I'm ready to work. (laughs) And the barista said, Oh, do you need a mask while you're in here? And I said, Oh, they just looked at the mandate. Did you see it? (laughs) And um, I said, I'm happy to put one on if, if you're, if that's your policy or you're comfortable with it. And she was like, you know what? No. I mean, you know, she was just, she probably hadn't been told yet because it was so fresh. It just happened. Yeah. And then I went to coffee with a small business owner this morning and it's just going to be, I feel like small business owners that I'm talking to, it's going to be a rough few weeks or month or it's going to be a a rough period while everyone's adjusting and figuring out what they can do, Mm -hmm. what they want to do, what's best for their team and their customers. So I think like as a patron, I'm like, I'm just going to give grace and go with whatever the business wants to do. You know, and I just think we're going to have to do that a lot. Everyone's going to have to give everyone 
grace as we walk through this and just be patient. I know. You know. And it's just like, for me, I'm just so used to wearing it. And I wore a mask to the grocery store before the mandate. And our staff was wearing masks before. We never, like, made customers wear it without, not that we're, we never make anybody do anything. If they don't wear it, they don't wear it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, we can't force anybody. Mm -hmm. But we never, like, posted that it was required or anything until it was required. So I think we're kind of back to that, like, where it's requested. Our staff's going to continue to wear masks. We're going to continue to, you know, promote the social distancing and just, um, you know, we have, we have like, you know, post the signs on the bathroom doors because people usually forget when they go to the bathroom. And if they don't want to wear them, they don't want to wear them. But I'm just, yeah, I'm really interested to see what other businesses are doing. And um, so, yeah, I reached out to the, to the chamber and we're trying to get some um, small business like discussion going over yeah. the next couple of days to see what everyone's thinking or maybe even after maybe even see how this weekend goes I yeah. think it might be good this and weekend then, will be interesting um but it's so hard because typically and I'm thinking about Starbucks and some of these more corporate places it's so hard because usually they're not making decisions on the fly yeah. small businesses were used to that but it's just seems <clears> like every week we're having to it's just so last minute pivot <laughs> yeah and I and, and some of the other other restrictions and as things were lifted those changes were made like um where we had a few days you know effective at midnight on friday effective on sunday or whatever no this was like effective immediately and so i think that just makes it it just makes it hard for for businesses for the owners and even more so for the for the staff that's working so if you're out and about this week and this weekend definitely just like still have your mask ready to go you never know um what the what they're gonna what they're gonna require and just kind of give it like you said have some grace and just um kind of go kind of go with it and then hopefully we'll all get a better understanding i'm thinking as now that they're opening up for everyone to get vaccines i think that's just going to get even better and hopefully in the next couple weeks to a month we'll be you know doing away with everything and it'll be fine but that would be the but, hope for sure. I mean, I think so. But for now... We're still in it. We're still walking through it. We're still... Yeah. One step at a time. It's just... It's just so hard. And it's... it's The whole thing has been so hard for everyone, obviously. But... But it's just not... Not something we thought as business owners that we would have to... Have to deal with. And make yeah. decisions about people's health. And, you know, yeah. people say, it's like, we just want to make beer. Like, yep, we just yeah. want to sell beer. So... <laughs> Um, well, even so with yeah. Thread, we're an event-based business. Yeah. We gather in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the laws change and the mandates and the the suggestions change, we'll kind of ebb and flow with that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is – I want everyone to be comfortable. I want everyone to feel safe. And sometimes those two things don't – I know. Work together. So it is just an interesting time as a business owner, regardless of what type of business you have, but especially a business like food and beverage. Yeah, I know. So interested to see. So that's been kind of your week, um, kind of the week. <laughs> but you know, it's good. It's good news. I mean, it's good news. It's just trying to figure out what to do with that news. And I think it's always sometimes. And I'm a very. I mean, as like I said, most small business owners, we're very like, let's do this now. Let's put. Yeah. And you see people posting social media and like immediately I'm like emailing our staff immediately and it's like wait sometimes we need time to think about things before we just start putting our message out there so I plan to make a post this weekend Mm -hmm. but not today I'm still trying to think about how we want to handle this and talk to some other business owners first I'm trying to be better about that that's something that I think during this whole pandemic we've had to really just knee-jerk reaction to everything um, make decisions quick. But now that it's, you know, more po- on the positive side, just trying to figure out, yeah, putting our best our best foot forward. And so, yeah. 
Well, yeah. and I think that's good to pause. I mean, it's never... I mean, it's just... If you have the time and space to pause, then take mm-hmm. the pause. I know my kids' school... <clears throat> I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. So my four-year-old's in preschool, and my two-year-old goes to daycare at the same um, facility. And they sent out immediately on our app saying, hey, parents, masks are no longer required, mm-hmm. um, but you still may wear them. So I know that they kind of... Um, and we're a little bit more outdoors. Like, we pick up the kids outdoors, and we drop them off outdoors. We're still not allowed inside the building as parents. So oh, it's a little okay. different. Like, yeah. Like so there's space. still... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All um, right. If you're watching, we want to know how everyone's week is going. Um, again, we're a different schedule now. We're doing 11 a.m. still, but on Thursdays. So we, we are changing days. So that might take everybody a little bit. And if you watch this later... It's still relevant. Please share. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the things we want to talk about was just kind of like our day-to-day and what that looks like. And so we came up with some kind of questions, and we'll kind of talk to our guests about this, too. Um, just kind of like get to so, know each other and like what yeah. is your everyday – I mean, we know yeah. who you are. You're Stacy Ward. You're on Hopping Gnome. You're involved in the community. I'm Audrey Tadell on The Thread. Yeah. Just, you know, newly back to Kansas as of – July 2020. Yeah. But, like, what does your day look like? Like, what do you do in the morning? What's your morning routine? So, I like to start with telling you what my morning routine used to look like. Okay. So, <laughs> when I worked um, in an office setting and had to get up and, you know, get ready and go to work every day, <clears throat> I would I was really bad. I didn't check the news mm-hmm. a lot of times. I mean, I guess, like, in the, in the car, like, radio. Um, I would just like get up and go and I let, and I'm not a big like morning, I need coffee. I'm not a morning person. So I didn't spend a lot of time chatting with coworkers. Um, I miss that, you know, having that, which is why I'm a hive member, but I didn't do that first thing in the morning. I would just get to work. Mm-hmm. And I also started working, um, you know, my first, my first career was, was always a nonprofit. And so a lot of times you're just like hit the ground running, whatever it is. And we used to have policies where like, you didn't have a couldn't have your like phone on at work isn't that hilarious I know um so didn't spend a lot of time on social media or anything I would just get to work so I was really productive at work but not so good about all the other things right and so once I started um mostly working from home and you know doing the gnome stuff full time uh that's when I was like okay I need to make some goals and some of these were like new year's resolutions that year like I need to make sure I'm paying attention to what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. I need to make sure um you know, I'm taking the time to see that social media stuff, like whose birthdays are today, or yeah. I check that um, day of the week. I get the emails for the day of the week or day of the month calendar or whatever. So every day is like, you know, donut day. Yeah, it's donut day, <laughs> or make sure I know all the beer days. Yeah. And some days are like, you know, I think today's like not a big day, but there's always something every day. So um, I like to check that now, and I like to yeah. So I get up, and, and my most productive days, my favorite days, are the, are the when I can just work from home for like a couple hours in the morning, like in my pajamas, and just mm. knock out some stuff. Those are my favorite days. So I've been trying to schedule that. Which, like when do you like to start your meetings? Then like ten a.m. ten thirty. Yeah, nine ten. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not a huge. I mean, I'm usually not up and around um, until like seven or eight. By uh-huh. the way, so I'm not a morning person. <laughs> So, um, and usually, and yeah, so usually I like to sit for a couple hours with coffee and um, just, you know, I'm just still in my pajamas and, you know, I can't do that every day. But I try to do that a couple days a week because I can knock out a lot and kind of plan for the week. I'm a big planner. It was really hard during this pandemic not being able to, not being able to plan. Um, but, you know, doing doing my thing. I do, I keep a paper calendar still, like a planner, and then I have everything on my phone. 
Um, but yeah, so besides kind of looking at the news, I look at the skim. I don't know if you get the mm-hmm. skim. I like the skim. I usually check the skim first thing. I turn. I have KMUW on. I listen to our local public radio, and we really support them. And um, yeah, start kind of knocking out emails. And usually social media is one of the first things I do. Now, I'm not always great about scrolling through all the social media and seeing what everybody's doing. Sometimes I do that, but usually I do that. You throughout like the day. I then... usually like post them. But I, I'm trying to get better about that because you never know that something's happened in the world and I don't yeah. want to be like, hey, today is this. And then it's actually like some tragedy happened or something. So, um, or somebody, you know, something happened locally that I need to be aware of. So I've been trying to be better about just kind of scrolling through the news and listening to the news. And then, yeah, a lot of times I start with with the post. So you'll see a lot of our hopping known posts at like 8, 9, 10 in the morning, even though we're not open during that time. We like to just and most give you a heads up. Beer yeah. during that time. And but hopefully, like, some diehards might be. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, people <laughs> will see it. Sometimes I wait. I'm, I try to be strategic about waiting until like noon to do things or, you know, whatever. But you'll see a lot of the ceiling breaker posts and a lot of the, the known posts kind of early in the day because I like to just start start off with that. So. Um, and just get that get that done because otherwise I feel like if you get into your day you forget to do those things and I think a lot of small business owners and a lot of a lot of people just doing their like personal um, their their personal social media they can get lost in the scrolling or get lost in yeah. their in their their meetings and their emails and their zoom calls whatever they're doing and then you just like forget to do it right and so I try to just do that in the morning and I keep kind of a checklist of the social content that I'm doing um, and so that's kind of how I start off start off my day. So that's my favorite way to start. Sometimes I have to get up and go do things early, and that's fine. But I still try to fit the social media in early in the day. Yeah. I'm definitely one of those business owners who, like, I have it on my calendar every day, seven days a week, for a little 30-minute chunk. But it gets moved around. Yep. Or, I mean, it's easy Always. to hop over. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm opposite. And I'm opposite from you in a lot of ways because... I love to wake up early, mm-hmm. and I read <clears throat> back in like 2016. When, after I had my first baby, I read a book mm-hmm. called *The Miracle Morning*. Yes, it's by Hal Elrod. Have you heard of that one? Yes. And, <laughs> and I know morning routines have yes. been big late in the yeah. past several years, so people kind of have them down. But I found for me, like I love to wake up at like 5 a.m., 5:30, and get some time to myself before yeah. my kids wake yeah. up. Does not always happen, especially if I have like events at night or things like yeah. that like this morning I woke up next to my four-year-old at 6 15 yeah. and my husband was already downstairs making waffles for my two-year-old who oh. woke up at 5 20 saying uh. waffles waffles you're like this gloomy weather doesn't help <laughs> I know but if I my my best mornings I like to wake up at 5 or 5 30 get in like a good hour of like right now I'm working with a mindset coach so she'll have some homework stuff oh yeah you know, that I just like get to journal about and like think through or I'll do like a devotional study or I'll do meditation. I mean, actually, that is a lie. Like, I think I'm going to do meditation (laughs) and it rarely happens unless it's like a two minute. Um, But yeah, I'll just do like personal development type stuff or stuff that like fills me up. Um, Yeah, so that's what I like to do. And then then it's, you know, coffee and kids and Mm -hmm. take them to school and I usually don't get to my desk until like nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's the kind of yeah, I think pretty normal for everyone. I do. I used to get up. I know, and and I do have better days when I get up earlier. So I do try. Usually, um, um, I don't have to get up super early. So usually, it's like the whole five. I know I used to try to get up at like the five, the five thirty. And I used to when I had a job to go to, yeah. I would get up early and like work out and stuff. So didn't always do that consistently. But usually, if I like, if I can get up at like 
you know, 6.30, in the morning and like get started, I always have a better day. It's just hard to do that. And usually, usually Tori's getting up at that time because he's going to go brew or whatever. And so he just kind of gets up and puts on his like gnome t-shirt and yeah. jeans, like his usual thing and then just goes. And so it's just, yeah. And when the weather's like this and yeah, there's yeah. always, it's just sometimes I don't roll out of bed till like eight. And I know I read that gosh years ago miracle morning about miracle morning and about how like successful people don't just roll out of bed in the morning but i was definitely one of those people when i when i worked and i hated it i hated being one of those people because i would come in and i worked with a lot of morning people and i um and how they were like getting all this stuff done and i know it's different when you have kids and you have to get up early but it's just energies are different yeah like my best friend is um an ob for um the Wesley Healthcare System. So she works for Associates in Women's Health. Mm -hmm. And she, her hours have always been crazy. Yeah. And so she said that she kind of struggles sometimes with feeling like, like guilt or mm-hmm. kind of shamed for like not being an early bird. Like everyone hears early birds get the yeah. worm, but really you have to play to your energy. So it's like if you a lot of people aren't are working yeah. late at night, or night or owls, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like you just kind of have to do whatever's best for you. And in this season of life, for me, well, and I'm a natural morning person. Yeah, like I wake so up and that's I'm like, great. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. No shame either way, for sure. <laughs> so we have some people joining us. I asked the question how everyone's week's going. Hey, Natalie, I miss you. She says, slow week for me. The weather has definitely affected me, too. Yes, this weather. And then it's supposed to be, you know, classic Kansas, you think would be used to it. But it's supposed to be beautiful weather tomorrow, and but super windy, right? So oh. as soon as it's warm and sunny, it's windy. Um, Tony, hey, Tony, haven't talked to you in a while. I know, I guess we haven't talked to anybody in a while. <laughs> um, so glad we're getting back to a normal schedule. Great. Great. So let us know your morning routines. We want to know how everybody is. I think Audra's is a little more um, ideal than mine. No, <laughs> but like, you, like we said, it's whatever your energy is. And some people just like, I think pl- plenty of people would say your morning is more ideal than me getting to wake up at seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't get to do that. But whatever time you're getting up, what you're doing. Uh, I know a lot of ni- night owl people who do like to do a lot of work at night yeah. and they can knock out. And I've done that before too. During the early days of the shutdown, mm-hmm. I was not sleeping hardly at all. I think a lot of us weren't. It was really hard. And so I was, like, knocking out a lot of my next day's work at night and then, yeah, not getting enough sleep. But then sleeping until, like, 7 or 8, and that was, like, normal. But, um, so, yeah, I know a lot of night owl people who don't take meetings before 9 and mm-hmm. because they're up till 2 in the morning working. So... I think it's just whatever works for you guys. But that was something kind of fun that we'll start asking our guests when we have the time, of course, because um, we always have so many fun questions. And yeah, as you guys know, we can just talk all day. Um, so, yeah, we're – and Audra and I are still getting to know each other. So um, kind of wanting to know about our family. So we know you have some kiddos. And kind of tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah. So I, I met my husband in high school. We have been together Aww. for however many years. Like, literally, <laughs> who knows? Since I was 15, I guess. And I'll Aww. be 35 in a few weeks. So 20 years. Um, have two kids, a four-year-old, Remy, and a two-year-old, Merritt. Both boys. And then all of our fa- I mean, we have family in Hawaii and West Coast and a couple down in Florida. But the majority of both of our families live here. Yeah. yeah. Or at least the majority of my family lives here. So coming back here wasn't a hard decision. It was... No, it was actually the... We had never... We had literally never talked about moving home in the eight years we were away until the pandemic hit. And it was a very easy decision, which was surprising to me that we made it so quickly and it was so easy. But moving back towards family just... Yeah. It feels great. I'm sure it's nice to have 
them close and have that support. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the cousins running around and yeah. teaching each other naughty things. And <laughs> That's good. Playing with each other, entertaining each other. Well, we're so glad you're back. Well, you. <laughs> what about you? How long have you and Tori been mar- married? So we've been married for ten, it'll be 10 years oh. this May. We started dating in college. We were friends in co- all through college. And so shortly after college, we started dating, actually. Um, that was kind of fun. And then... Um, so he's from a small town, Lyons, Kansas, oh, and yeah. so we both went to Fort Hayes and met Lyons. a lot of. Isn't that where there's a? Is there a festival there? Lyons, um, Kansas. Not that I know of. Okay. It's I'm kind of like between else. McPherson and Hutch, so it's all about you know it's not far. It's about an hour and a half from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, all of our families still live in Kansas. They're kind of my brothers here, and I have um, two teenage nieces that are growing up. Um, and um, then we have um, Tori has a sister and her brother has sisters in Hayes. So we get to go back to Hayes mm-hmm. and see some of our friends that live there and visit them, and that's fun. I mean, not recently, but normal times. And then. Um, Tori has a brother, and um, he is in Shawnee, Kansas City area. So we have a niece and nephew there, and then his sister has a couple kids too. So lots of nieces and nephews. Oh, where we love being the aunt and uncle, and we have our dog Frank. Oh. So yeah, and we are kind of crazy thing. This last year, right before right before COVID hit, we sold our house and moved to an apartment downtown. So we're still there and looking, it has been a little quiet this year, um, but we're looking forward to having more things to go to and we walk a lot more. And I will say those early morning meetings and things that I used to kind of dread before, it's much easier. I think once we start doing more things and not all Zoom that, that let's, I, I can get everywhere really fast. Now we're like two yeah. minutes away from where, and it's just, it's been really nice. So not forever, but it's fun for now. That's so that's so kind of where we're at. Well, I think it's cool that you made a different decision too. I think sometimes we get so set in our ways of the mm-hmm. way things should look or how everyone else's lives look. Yeah. And I think it's really fun when we dig into like our values and what we really want for our life, regardless mm-hmm. of what everyone else is doing yeah. and do something different. Cause it's t- yeah, because we lived in a house for 10 years. It's not like we, you know, so we weren't used to like hearing our neighbors anymore, yeah. you know, yeah. so it was a, but it's fun and it's, um, it, it's been really, and we're looking forward to, to more fun. So I think that'll be, that'll be good. When we have a fun family connection. So I oh, yeah. bought, we bought our house from your cousin. Yes. And we'll have to go into that. I think we're talking about resiliency in one yes. episode. So we'll like kind of go into that whole story then. But, and also in addition to us buying our house from your cousin, mm-hmm. My sister-in-law is your other cousin. Yes. So it's a, I know. such a win- that, I know. that is the most Kansas thing it's, that I have yeah, said today. It's so Kansas. I know. But well, and I, was, I love it. I was telling you, Jamie, Jamie, that's the cousin Jamie, and she, um, so hopefully share this, Jamie. Um, <laughs> and she, we have all these other connections that I noticed. I noticed it on social media, too. Like, she's friends with somebody that I just met or something, and I'm like, well, I, I didn't know they knew. You know, it's so fun. There's a lot of connections. And then I know my cousins Scott and Kathy are awesome, and we were just talking to some people that were staying in their Airbnb um like yesterday at the gnome. Were they at the gnome? And, oh, how yeah. fun. And so, yeah, so telling them where to go, and then they're like, they're, they were telling us where we're staying, and I'm like, I think that's Scott's, they're like, yes, that's Scott and Kathy's place. So it's just, there's always fun connections there, and um, they've been real supportive with the gnome and stuff, and they leave a little growler at their yep. their place. We, so. we rented the Airbnb from yeah. them behind Revolutia before, yep. just for like a fun little weekend yeah. getaway to celebrate our 10th anniversary. Oh, fun. Yeah, and it was cool how beer-centric it was. I know. And, and they ended up being a great location with that right there. So yeah. it's fun. I know all the things. And it's funny. We'll have people come into the gnome and be like, they'll like see somebody they know from high school, but they're from like a small, they're not even from here. They're like from a small town yeah. in like western Kansas or something. And they'll be like, 
And we're like, only at the gnome. Like, you never know <laughs> who you're going to see. So, so fun. Um, but yeah, time's kind of getting away from us a little bit. Let's talk about do we March. Do one more? Yeah, let's okay. talk about, well, let's try, let's do both at four and five. Okay. Let's talk about, it's Women's History Month because you have some stuff you want to share. Sure, yeah. You're getting ready to do. So how, I know this year is different than most years. How are you celebrating Women's History Month? What are you doing yeah. this month to all the lady stuff? Yep. So obviously we launched the thread, mm-hmm. you know, smack at the beginning of Women's History Month. Um, so that's been amazing. And in addition to getting the thread's first cohort up and running, I am speaking at an event called Together, and it is a fundraiser for We Can, Mm -hmm. which um, supports female entrepreneurs in Wichita, Mm -hmm. and um, Bradley Fair is hosting it at Yaya's. So that event, I know, it's on March, it's it's on Wednesday, so that's March 31st at noon. It's Mm -hmm. sold out super quickly, which is exciting. Yeah. So the White Building is putting together a watch party, and they're going to get some catering, and the there'll be ticket sales so that should be up on social media i'll put it up on the threads account probably today so if anyone's interested in um doing the virtual watch party of the event it's going to be me jenny don um sellers mary from love of character amanda from healing waters Mm -hmm. um jill is moderating it from the finishing school of modern women so yeah that's gonna be fun like i started the month by closing my applications for the thread, yes. launching the cohort, and ending the month by being on that panel of Doing amazing this fun thing. entrepreneurs. Yeah, oh, I just love panels, and I love we can, and then all these ladies are great. So definitely, um, if I get into the white building, I'll be sharing that on our on our social. But definitely be looking for that. That's exciting. Uh, I think we've gotten used to all the virtual events the past the past year anyway so that'll be fun um what about you how are you so yeah so i i know it's a little different this year usually i'm on a bunch of panels and have all these events and luncheons to attend but not so much this year so i've been focusing more on trying to watch some of the documentaries i know um you know, like Netflix and, and Amazon and Hulu have been really like trying to push a what lot of some, the documentaries and, and, and shows about women. So what are some good ones? Um, watch? So I recently watched, uh, a, it's a movie called Boxy. Okay. And it's on Netflix and it's an Amy Poehler. Okay. Amy Poehler. Moxie. Production. Oh, yes. Moxie. I've seen that. Okay. So good. It's for teenagers. So Yay. if you have teenagers, definitely watch, uh, get them to watch that with you. Um, I watched, um, is it on Hulu or Amazon? The Mrs. Mrs. America about um about the um the era and um passing that and so there's like gloria steinem's in it Mm. and phyllis schlafly and how that whole thing happened if you know your know your women's history that was a really good one um and i've also been trying to read more books um which i typically read books about feminism and women's stuff anyway but um, I'm also uh, at the same time I'm working on my women in leadership class for next year and wanting to update some books for that. So we've been reading Lean In, which is still to me like the ultimate leadership book. I have not found another book that encompasses all the things, but I've been trying to find stories about you know women of color, women women who have not come from privilege, because honestly, like a lot of those books. Like, I'm reading Melinda Gates' books, book yeah. right now, and it's great. But it's like, the, the reason they can write these books is because they are they come from yeah. privilege or because they're famous or you because just need of some whatever. different voices. So, I just finished Stacey Abrams' um, book about leadership. And, I want to read that one. Um, What's it called? It's um, called Leading from the Outside. Mm. It was originally published as Minority Leader. Okay. And it's really good. Um, it has little kind of worksheets with it. So, that can be a contender for that one. Brene Brown's really um, good, too. Have you read Dare, um, Dare to Lead? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So we have those. And so, yeah, I don't know if the Stacey Abrams is, like, too political for the university, but I'm excited to, to explore that more. And um, I'm trying to um, step out of my comfort zone. I recently read Hood Feminism, and now I'm reading a, a new book, and I forget the author's name, but it's um, – I just got it at Watermark, and it's called White, White Feminism. Mm-hmm. So kind of challenging – those you know all the things that we know about the feminist movement and how and you know who's been left behind mm-hmm. and what we need to do to be better mm-hmm. so kind of kind of a challenge but um yeah so that's kind of what i've been doing is just kind of watching and reading more things we should do it like a book report podcast where you can we give us should. a recap of some of that we could each recap I some know. of the things we're reading that's one of our questions we should do is what you're reading right now oh yeah that's a good one i always so want to know my, i mean my reading list like it's on my phone i know it just keeps growing it just keeps growing i know um and so another another question so yeah let us know guys what what are you reading yeah. what have you been doing for women's history month um, you know, chime in, or if you have to think about it a little bit, you know, get back on, and you can comment later too. So, um, one thing we wanted to, to talk about, which this is a question that came from Audrey, so I'll have you start with it. Um, so we talked about what current investment are you making that you are obsessed with that you want to share. This could be self care, professional development, um, maybe it's a home renovation, just anything. Like what investment in your life doesn't have to be financial. Time, yeah. time investment, um, energy investment. What investment are you making that you are obsessed with and want to share? So since the pandemic, I kind of made a conscious effort to not do a lot of like clothing shopping and just try not to buy a lot of things and trying to, you know, obviously support local whenever I can. Um, and so I started, uh, one thing I realized that I wasn't doing was I wasn't supporting um, the artists in our community. Mm-hmm. We've been having first and final Friday art <clears throat> shows at Hopping Gnome for five years. Um, but rarely, when we were living in the house, we kind of already had it decorated mm-hmm. and the way things were, we rarely bought art. Because that's the thing is, like, I was thinking that I was supporting artists by, like, promoting them, which I, it, it is. It's getting people to come in and buy their, you know, buy their work. But you have to buy stuff. You have to, that's the whole point of of, yeah. of, the, of, of art is you have to, have to actually buy something. And, and that's, that's the way to support it. And so I realized I hadn't been purchasing a lot of art. I hadn't, I hadn't been promoting it that way. And so... And we moved to this apartment with all these huge, tall ceiling walls over in a station and um, had all this, like, blank canvas. And so started purchasing art. My friend Angie Evans um, owns Art House 310. And so that so I have a friend that owns an art gallery. Yeah. So not only are we hosting the shows, but, you know, she has those. And then I try to – we always try to go to the final Friday or first Friday events that are happening. So started purchasing a lot of art and continuing that. So a lot of that budget I used to just, like – I feel like that budget that I used to spend a lot on myself, mm-hmm. um, for, or frivolous things, I shouldn't say myself, like frivolous things that I may not need, I've been able to get, um, I got some of Eileen's pieces here that mm-hmm. are hanging up at the Hive right now, which are awesome. Um, and so yeah, just really, really trying to invest in the art community and, and putting my putting my money where my mouth is instead of saying, oh, I'm just going to promote you on Facebook. Like, I'll do that too, but I'm also going to actually, you know, purchase art from you when I can. Yeah. And so, so that's I'm really excited about that. So we have a lot of so every every piece of our so a lot of our furniture and things and our and our apartment might be from Amazon because you know it's not a forever place and we needed little little furniture little things but 
um, all of the artwork is is local, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. I love how you um, just kind of like dig in. So I mean, you're yeah. just you don't you don't do the status quo. You're like I want to challenge myself with what I'm reading and really mm-hmm. expand my perspective. And uh, same with this, like you're challenging yourself with what you're spending and taking away the frivolous stuff mm-hmm. and really investing in what you believe in. And that's yeah. so cool. So how about you? Um, I am investing in a mindset coach. So as an Ooh. entrepreneur, you know. Now I have a VA, but that it's me and her, and you know I work with so many awesome partners in the mm-hmm. community. But um, as an entrepreneur, I just found that really, I mean, my mindset is everything. So I just took the leap, and I've done coaching programs before, and, yeah. and big believer, obviously, in personal development and professional growth. And so I invested in a mindset coach. Her name is Sarah Yost, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. Love she's Sarah. local. Yeah. She's actually going to be one of our panelists in April, um, talking to the thread about cultivating confidence from the inside out. And yeah, that's been fun. Um, I mean, she's just rocked my world every time we've talked. I've had so Mm -hmm. many mindset shifts already. Um, And it's just, I think we all have to dig into these stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs we have and where Mm -hmm. they're coming from. And she just has a great way of helping me dig in and just kind of work on on those things yeah you need to have I've I've, you know been um lucky to see her in some of the lunch and learns and things as a hive member um and she's been on our list for a while we need to have her on the show so that's totally we definitely need to do that so that's great well good for you I know that's something that's something that's been hard for me um I'm not one to actively seek a coach or a mentor or anything like that I just I always have this like weird thing where I just think I should just know how to do everything and um so I'm that's something I'm working on because mm. <laughs> I know that everyone needs help and, yeah you know and I'm really bad about asking for help so um that was the thing about the mask thing you know going back to that it's just like trying to just reach out to other business owners and see what, instead of thinking like I should know what to do and this is what we're gonna do yeah and I think a lot of times we we think that especially when we're doing like even if it's just a side hustle or something we think we're all on our own um and have to make all those decisions and we don't that's yeah. why we have each other that's yeah. why we need each other. So Totally agree. And coaching is one of the best investments. I mean, everyone needs a coach. Melinda Gates needs a coach. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Sandberg yep. has a co- needs a coach. I mean, I, I would almost guarantee that those women have coaches. Yeah. And the oh, whole yeah. thing about it is, like, you can kind of switch. Like, once you kind of master this area mm-hmm. or feel like the progress you've made feels really good, you can kind of move on to, okay, now I need a coach for this. Or, I don't know. Yeah. It's just always a good investment, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yay! So, it sounds like we got... Got through that and um, kind of tell you guys a little bit about and definitely, you know, join in if you guys have anything you want to share. Um, and also always be telling us telling us uh, who we should have on, on the show because we're only, like I said, this, this we're going to try to do it about the same time every month, like the end of the month, so that we can um, kind of get you ready for the next month and in in all of our exciting guests. So this is going to be the only show moving forward that's live with the two of us. So we want you to be, you know, chiming in and join the discussion. That's going to be really important. And then also be like, and you can always message us too, if you, or if you aren't able to see it live or comment later, but I know I talk with my hands a lot. You can see it on the, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, so definitely let us know that. Um, but kind of what to expect is we're going to try to have maybe not every month, but a lot of months we're going to try to have a theme and then all of our guests will kind of be around that, around that theme. We were doing that for a while and kind of got away from that. So April's theme is resiliency, which I think we're hearing a lot of right now. We've all, we're kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of this pandemic and trying to figure out how can we, um, 
how can we get through it and wanting to know how everyone has made it through and has actually you know made the best of it or um, has had some really good things come out of it yeah. so and we have amazing guests lined up for yes. um, April to tell us about how mm-hmm. um, they took the pandemic and displayed resiliency in it give mm-hmm. you some tips on how to be your most resilient self regardless of what challenges you're facing so we've got some tech entrepreneurs coming mm-hmm. on. Um, we have uh, <clears throat> a woman who launched her business one year ago and just celebrated one year in business. We've got um, an entrepreneur who is opening up a cool new spot in Delano that we can't wait to tell Ooh, you about. Yeah. Um, and another brick and mortar business um, that that is doing something really important to the community. So yes. I'm, I'm excited to slowly leak out the guests we have for April. And I think that... Um, you know, the big thing is that our listeners in Wichita can get takeaways about, yes. you know, whatever we're talking about. I think we really want to make sure that we're sharing some tactical things and, and talking about the stories of mm-hmm. amazing women in our community because there are so many. Yes. And um, leaving the listeners walking away with, you know, feeling filled up and inspired and ready to kind of level up. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so excited for you to Yay. be on this journey with me. And um, like I said, we're going to do two, uh, Thursdays at 11. And it won't always be live. We are going to try to do some pre-recording. So just be looking for that. There will still be videos on Facebook. We're going to start a YouTube. And um, we'll continue to do the podcast um, like usual. So just be looking for all those updates. And we'll be sharing, of course, a few days ahead of time every week to let you know who's going to be on the show. And please help us share. We know it's been a long year. We um, haven't been real consistent. And so we know we probably lost a lot of viewers and we need to get that, build that back up. So um, we're back. We're ready to go. And thank you yeah. for supporting. Yeah. So everybody have a great day. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.